A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this very episode. Um, don't know what day it is. Um, it's April. I know that. Oh, it is a Thursday in April. It it's is. the 23rd, um, to be there precise. There you are. 23rd of April. This episode of the Flats and Shanks uh, quarantine lockdown podcast. Talking to me, shut it. Uh, my name's David Flatman, and his name is... My name's Tom Shanklin. Um, I would call you political Flatman, maybe. Why? Well, you, you just love views on on politics what we're doing right what we're doing wrong <laughs> got an opinion on everything uh my opinion is often that i don't know enough though well forceful opinion. isn't it um yeah but everyone's got an opinion haven't they really i don't know but i don't know anything about anything i just read it i read it and listen to it and that's all you can go on isn't it propaganda yeah. government propaganda we only we only know what we're we're meant to know, hey? Yeah, uh, we only I've, know I've what got, they allow us to. I've got um I've got a clever friend that basically was like, if you're going to read this newspaper, make sure you read this one too because it. I've got another clever friend that said, all you need to read is the Guardian. Another clever friend that How said, never read the Guardian. You're like, like I don't know. Blockbusters clever or cleverer than you and me. So I'm like I don't know, I don't know. I just I just take Twitter as the nation's voice and just um. Would they win Twitter, the chase? Yeah. Yeah, my mate Greg would win the chase. Yeah, would um, would he be going mastermind? If you're going to go mastermind, what would your subject be? Oh, mate, so difficult. Um, probably <sighs> Land Rovers and BMWs from 1980 to 1998. Very specific. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> what would yours be? I wish I hadn't asked you this because I've just been racking my brain now trying to think of something. Um, oh, yeah. oh, I don't know. don't know. What would it be? I was going to say the Lions, like the 97 Lions tour. Or well, the 97 to 2009 Lions. But yeah. I might get a little bit stuck. Um, I know, and I, and I made mine up. I don't even know what mine would be. Oh, I know what it would be, mate. It would be... Uh, 
Alan Partridge and The Office. Yeah, you. Yeah, good for you. The only thing I wouldn't know on The Office is, and it's it's come up in a quiz before, is you know when um, he picks up the phone and dials a talking clock to pretend he's on a call? Brent now. Yeah. Like what the time is. That was in a quiz. That's a difficult Ooh. one, isn't it? Get back. You've got time. Get back and research it. Yeah, maybe I will. Um, yeah, I think you it watched- has to be The Office or I'm Alan Partridge. You've seen Last Dance on Netters, boy. Oh, I've seen two episodes. Tell me there's more available. Well, I don't know. I've only seen one and I'm gripped hard. Gripped hard. What, you've not it's watched brilliant. episode two? No, long story. I, went, I watched episode one two nights ago and then went to watch episode two last night, but basically was forced peer pressure into watching the second episode of Unorthodox, okay. which is also excellent television. But Last Dance, wowzers, brilliant. Yeah. Unbelievable player, no doubt about that. But he actually looks quite short compared to a lot of basketball players. And I had to Google how tall he is. I mean, he looks tall compared to Jerry, you know, the manager of the team or and civilians. Yes. But he's actually six foot six. Just shows you how tall some of the other boys are. Like Scotty yeah. Pippin, Larry Bird. Yeah. Mm. Big fellas, big big fellas. Um, I also, I, I, it's when you hear Magic Johnson talking about him, and you're just like, mm. I wondered. I did this tweet, and I was like, is this? Do you think is there a case for Jordan having been the best athlete ever? And I, you know, you think because one guy, one of the quotes in the program is brilliant, isn't it? It said he was better at his job than anyone has ever been at any job anywhere. Yep, and he could turn it on and turn it off. The problem is he never freaking turned it off. I love yeah, that, that one. guy. So that guy, I reckon, um, has been, he's been waiting all these years. He's practiced these quotes and he's been waiting all these years for the documentary and he's been practicing at home in front of the mirror in the bathroom and his wife's been saying to him, you're brilliant, you're brilliant, you're made for the big screen. And he's like, bang, he's delivering banging quote after banging quote. He's practiced this hard, mate. Brilliant sound bites. Um, so good but no it's, it's amazing the second episode I think is better um, shows you a little bit about oh. him growing up uh, an injury he had you know, they're trying to bring him back into the team and there's a big upset with Scotty Pippen Scotty Pippen Scotty Pippen yeah um, the suits they wear um, were made for people four times bigger than them I love them I love them coat hangers you want to see yeah. them back don't you they're great aren't they yeah they're so big it's like when you're 14 years old and you go into like a school dance you've got to wear your dad's blazer that's what it's yeah, like it's so odd that formal wear was once it was once fashionable for formal wear to literally not fit i at school right i had to we had like an end of season ball whatever it is and i had to borrow a blazer off my dad because i'm only like 15 or 16 you know you don't have a suit at that age do you no of course you don't and uh lo and behold it was black tie as well my dad had a white blazer he had a what? white tux jacket big jim yeah Big Jim. Old what? Sean Connery. Harry Redknapp in it. Sean oh. Connery. Like, wow. Proper peacock you, you are. I bet you love that. Yeah. Got loads of red wine down it. Have you ever done a personality test? Peacock. I just remember, have you ever done one of those personality tests with a, with like the Wales team or the Blues team or anything where they tell you what colour you are or what personality you are? No. be great though. Yeah. I just... It just it just came to mind because I was on have you? tour in oh yeah I've done a couple of years on tour in um I've done a couple Australia oh nice yeah different teams uh, one with Bath one with England and they basically got this they they did our personality test these online multiple choice things they're really good and they come out 
And it's basically like, right, this is probably whatever it is, 80, 90% accurate. And some of it you'll think is rubbish and you'll be right about some of it. But some of the stuff you think is rubbish, you just won't like, but it'll be true. Yeah. And I was sitting with Steph Armitage and we were going through it and it was, it was eerie how good it was. And I can't remember it called one of the team a peacock. I can't remember who, uh, wasn't me. It wasn't Steph. I can't remember who, but it was like, David needs to realize that not everybody likes to be touched. Um, <laughs> was one of the things that said about mine. Um, uh, are you quite hands-on, um, are you? Well, I don't know. I never thought I was, really. Um, I don't know, but anyway. You hands-on like Ben Evans, the big Ben Evans from no, not, not, I wasn't Swansea. Like Evans. No, no, no. Loves touching like the back ben. of your head and ruffling your scalp no, or your hair. The ruffler. The ruffler. No, I wasn't a ruffler. Is that why they called you the gripper? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, the choker. The fish uh, hooker. So before... <laughs> stroker they but before that tour right we basically had one-on-ones uh, i think it was with john wells who was forwards coach then at twickenham and they basically they like they replayed the um last game we'd played of the season or something like just clips of it i watched your last game of the season and this is what i would think basically steph armitage came out of his meeting and i was like oh, what did wellsy say to you he goes yeah basically try to be less i won't say the words we don't swear on our podcast try to be less crap than you usually are on this tour, please. And we both started laughing. I went in for mine, came out, and it was like, yeah, basically, you're a bit crap. Could you try to be less crap on this tour? So like, yeah, excellent. So basically, we're reading our personality reports, and some of the stuff was like, oh, that is eerily accurate. And then I got to the end of mine, and it just said, try to be less S-H-I-T. And obviously, Steph had got to mine and scribbled in it first, but it was very funny. They've got to be joking, pers- though. They've got to be joking. They can't, you know, you're not going to be a coach writing be less s-h-i-t are you no 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 they the personality test was real but steph armitage had got to mine i think or someone had written uh, written in like scribbled at the yeah, end could yeah, you try yeah. to be less s-h-i-t please yeah 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 um exactly so I just, I it just, just sprung to mind and it was like i remember yeah i i everyone know everyone's done that test knows what they were i can't quite remember what i was i think i was a a yellow green or something i was a social uh, like I don't know, a peacock butterfly. activist or something, a social so, uh, yeah, butterfly. butterfly activist or something. I don't know, flittering from group to group. Yeah, just being nice to people. Yeah, we've done a, being, I've done tests work. on best ways to learn. You know, so whether it's uh, yeah, yeah, because you know, coaches want to find out whether it's in like a, a classroom environment where it's best to learn moves, pattern, or whether it's being shown by action. So. You know, some people are better to be shown on the field. Others want to look through it first on sort of slides on their uh, computer or on the screen. Um, I was a hybrid. Mm. Either way, I learned. How were you? Yeah. Doesn't matter. Um, so just up learning. Spe- yeah, just want to learn. Want to learn everything. What are some of the... What would be the best place you've toured, mate? Oh, yeah. Toughy. I mean... Schoolboy, anything. Bath. Well... Australia tour with um, England schoolboys is pretty good, but the the thing the thing is Canada and the USA were wicked. I toured there in oh one and oh three, I think, and it's like they are great places to tour because mm. this is this is going to sound awful, but but it's just true, guaranteed to win because you know you, you know you you know you're going to win, so you can properly enjoy yourself. And it's little things like everyone's different, but if you were playing the All Blacks on Saturday, would you go for a 
would you go for a coffee at four o'clock or go to the movies on a, on a Friday afternoon or go to the movies on a Friday night and have some popcorn? You probably wouldn't. You'd be too tense. You'd be nervous. You'd be well, I'd have a coffee. And... I don't mind drinking coffee day before a match. Yeah, I probably wouldn't, you see, I'd sometimes. But then it would be, you could just relax. Not like we were on the lash all the time because we weren't, but it was like back we were head. confident we were going to win the games and we did and we trained hard, but we just had a wicked time and you probably spend more time on your feet walking around seeing things on a tour like that than you do of a tour of South Africa or Australia or New Zealand because you don't want to tie your legs out and all that kind of stuff. So that sounds awful, but it's true. But I yeah, love touring Canada. LA was a great place to go on tour. We went there with England, which was nuts. Um, great place to go. Um, it's certainly really more enjoyed... relaxed, isn't it, when you play yeah. teams like that? Because it's like yeah. knowing at the weekend you've got a game and it's against an easier team or perceived easier team, maybe an Italian yeah. team. You can... You could just switch off a little bit, can't you? You're not thinking about it constantly, about how tough the game's going to be, you know, how mm. you have to perform to your highest level to win. It's one of those where, you know, you can you can properly really enjoy the week and enjoy the build-up to the game because you're not that nervous because it's a game that you're basically guaranteed to win unless there's some sort of catastrophic incident, like a red card yeah. or, or a hurricane. That's how Scotland beat... Yeah. Um, Australia a number a few years ago. That's it. Mm. So yeah, you, that's it. And I, I, I really enjoyed Perth actually. It's not the most obvious place in Australia. I enjoyed Northern Territories and you enjoy the usual places. Love Melbourne. Yeah. I really enjoyed Perth and a lot of people say it's a bit manufactured and plasticky whatever, a bit concretey, but I really liked it. I had a great time there. What Can't about you? as bad as Canberra. No, Capital. 100%. Um, do you know what I like about touring, especially uh, when you go to places, I don't know, like Argentina is the go-karting rules. <laughs> there are none you know there when you, you, you know when you come here rules. you know in the uk you know you've got to sit through a video um health and safety um you know if there's any collisions you're off when you go yeah. away to places like Argentina, there are no rules you just got to yep. put a helmet on and that's it it's a free-for-all it's like demolition yep. derby i love that it's a bit scary um but it's the way carton should be in my book potentially lethal yeah you're right um but we, yeah, Argentina was great. And obviously, if you like meat and wine and beer, it's a great place to go. That's some great tour. South Af- I love South Africa as well. Like everyone, we based ourselves in Joburg and we toured yeah. there. And it was like, everyone's like, I don't want to stay in Joburg. I loved, I thought Joburg was great. Had a brilliant time there. Cape Town's the place. Yeah, Cape Town but, um, is, is the place, definitely. There's a lot more social aspects, I think, to Cape yeah. Town. And it's, I think it's probably maybe a little bit safer. Um, yeah, and we had a good time in Beeritz, didn't we? Oh, I mean that with no disrespect. Sarri's went yeah. there a few times. Um, Australia's good, though. I reckon Australia's my favourite. Mm. I mean, South Africa is good, you're right, but also a very tough place to tour. They try to, I remember they tried to keep us out of nightclubs after um, games in 2008, but they didn't succeed. They took us on no, a... I they did. They, they took us on a... It was a castle bus, so Castle the Lager, and it just drove okay. us around for like four hours, had a toilet on... Um, hoping that that would be enough for us. It's just a, a <laughs> it was a beer bus essentially, no windows, and the music DJed a lot. But you imagine how the boys were chomping at the bit after that to get out. Oh, we got buddy. out, and um, well, it was warm you up. And we had a gun pulled on us, but oh yeah, yeah. But stuff like that there? happens. Um, I was used to it. What happened there? Um, I don't know, mate. When when you've got say twenty odd big blokes. In a nightclub, you know, yeah. there's a there's an element of jealousy there, I think. And 
a gun was pulled. Could have been BB. Don't know. Yeah. But you don't take that risk. But luckily we had security with us, shepherded us out. And I've never seen Mark Davis, Carcass, the physio, run as fast or as move as efficiently <laughs> as that. Everyone's backing away and told to face, walk backwards. He has turned his back and sprinted. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's he, he about 60 years old as well. Like, where? Oh my God, Carcass has gone. Um, yeah. Australia is good though. Uh, you yeah. know, like Manly is brilliant. Darling Harbour in Sydney is another great place. I got caught by Steve Hansen coming home really late in Darling Harbour. Uh, we're staying right in a hotel there, right in the middle. Yeah. I got caught at like 3 a.m. in a lift. And you know, like... You know, <laughs> he's only caught you because he's there as well. Yeah, I know that. But, you know, he's a coach. Uh, you know, we had yeah. New Zealand the following week. And, uh, you know, when you're really trying to act sober... Yeah. In front of, uh, like, in front of your parents, I pressed the wrong floor and I had to get out of that floor. I had to just pretend. <laughs> <you know? laughs> I couldn't say I was on the, I couldn't say I was on the wrong floor. Anyway, I like the following morning on the bus. Then I was made an example of. We went down to Bondi Beach, and they've got a like an outdoor swimming pool there. It's where a swimming team called the Icebergs swim, so it's sort of seawater. And we're going there for pool recovery. And on the bus, he's on the mic down the front and. He's um he's not too happy with how drunk some of the boys were and you know the smell of alcohol on the bus and he said and and he said and one person one person was caught coming home at three a.m. and I'm like sinking in my seat now and fair play to Sweeney he just shouts out from the back of the bus who's a lightweight that got caught at three and uh, <laughs> did just, he really yeah did he really just defuse the situation because <laughs> I thought oh, I was going to get in massive trouble but. I was actually one of the first home, believe it or not. Uh, great stuff. That was That's when Elton stuff. Flatley um, was out as well and the boys were buying him drinks. Dwayne Peel was buying him loads of Jaeger bombs and he missed training the following oh, day. really? Yeah. And they axed him from... No. Week. Yeah. Peely. Yeah. Did a job on him. The pe- Yeah, which is not... Which is actually quite tough because Peely's not the greatest drinker. No, he don't mind buying them though. But I... I, I've probably done this on the pod before, so I won't do it again, but I missed one meeting. I'm a very punctual man um, sometimes. And when you're getting paid. I missed what, one, one meeting my whole career Yeah, just because of that. And I was on a tour in 04 to Australia, New Zealand, and I hadn't, I hadn't played because I was injured and they were expecting me to come fit and I never came fit. So I basically the boys lost the All Blacks in Dunedin and I went out with the lads and the late, great Jerry Collins was at the bar and he didn't know me from Adam, but he knew I was part of the team, whatever. And he said, you fancy a drink? And he, he basically got a couple of whiskeys in. And I was like, I hate whiskey, mate, but it's you. So, yes. And I was in such a state that Danny Grucock had to bang on my door and wake me up to get me down to the meeting. Walked in. Boys had been hammered by the All Blacks. Oh, I'd missed the meeting. You're on the back foot then, Walked in. Clive was there. And Shawsy, they walked in. There were no seats. Shawsy put his hand up. He's like, over here. I walked over. I went put my hand on the table to sit down on the chair next to Shawsy. Missed the table. I missed the table, so I like, fell into my chair. And then I went and got on the bus. Everyone was livid. Like Clive was livid. Went and got on the bus. And Dan's like, mate, where's your stuff? I was like, what stuff? Your bags, all your luggage. We're going to Wellington or whatever. I was like, oh, my God, it's still in my room. I hadn't packed, nothing. So Dan's like, right, get out. Get out of the bus. I'm like, right, runs me upstairs. He's pissing himself laughing. But I just got on the bus. I just got on the bus with, that, with my going out clothes on. I didn't even have – I hadn't packed anything. Probably phased you, hadn't they? 
I broke me. Uh, it broke me. I wasn't used to that at all. Um, and uh, basically, Clive, the next day, a couple of days later, he said, come over here for a minute. And he's like, a droppable, that is a droppable offence. But you're not in the team anyway. So what else can I do? I said, I'm sorry, mate. Said, I'm sorry, mate. He said, are you going to train on this tour? I said, I don't know if I am. My Achilles is knackered, mate. He oh. said, well, have a good time. Just keep your head down. I promise I'll make it up to you over the next 10 years, Clive. I swear. Yeah, he was Maybe not. He was a great bloke about it. He said, just have a good time. Just keep your head down and turn up to meetings on time and wear the right stuff. I was like, good man. Because I was there for four weeks, desperate to play. But my kid, I ended up being out for nearly two years after that. Um, um, speaking of whiskey, I tell you what is but, cool. When on The Last Dance, Michael Jordan just sitting there. He's got a Hamlet yeah, or, or something similar. Prosher on, one, maybe. on his right hand side and just a glass of whiskey. You're thinking, ah, that's what I want to be yeah. like when I retire. But looks good at golf, mind. I think he's very good at golf, yeah. Not really a surprise, is it? No, no. One of the greatest Um, players ever. Um, Right, we've got a guest coming on the pod, haven't we, Flato? We have um, one of the top 15 best-looking guys in the Exeter Chiefs team. (sighs) Hopefully, when we talk to him, folks, as you listen to this, we will talk to him on FaceTime, so we will see him, but you will only hear him. Um, So I'll let you know if he's still got his tash or not, but Henry Slade... um, is coming on. We are going to call him now. So let's just do that, shall we? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. How are you, Slady? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. I'm good. Just uh, just chilling today. It's quite nice weather in it. so It's beautiful. I'm very, very pleased to see you've still got a moustache because I have too. And... Yeah, it looks strong. Yeah, I just, I like it. It's not, for me, it's not even like novelty. I just quite like it. Do you like yours? Yeah, mate, I've, it's, I've grown, it's grown on me actually. I started mm. off um, a bit sort of, is it good, is it not? But I've, I've, I've grown into it and I've grown with it. Yeah. I had a little trim this morning, give it a shave. Give it's it nice, a it looks nice. I grew one, but it looked horrific on me. Like it looked like, <laughs> it looked like I'd get arrested and then make up a charge and lock me away. That's how bad it was. It, was. Just, it, looked, it looked so bad that, Tom Curry's trying to call me. I should decline. I'll get rid of Curry, mate. What's he ever done for you? Never heard of him. What's he ever done for you, mate? Never heard of him. You've been carrying him for about three seasons, mate. Bloke's a joke. Um, When Shanks had a moustache, it looked like he 
the sort of thing that end him, he'd end up back in prison if he didn't shave it off. <laughs> didn't look right. So, Slady, how are you? How are you feeling your days at the moment? Oh, boy, um, are you doing anything constructive? So, I obviously we've got to get our our weights and our running stuff done, like our skills and sort of things. So, I'm trying to do that in morning. So, I'm waking up sort of half seven, eight ish, getting my weights done, get down to the. Uh, the, the pitch is nearby, which is I've got an electric bike, so I've been riding that there. Which is pretty cool. Yes, mate. It's got a throttle, so I don't even have to pedal. So it's yes, mate, love it. Same here, um, excellent. Yeah, so I've been uh, been doing that, doing a bit of kicking and passing some work down there as well. Um, coming back home, getting back for about lunchtime, and then just chilling for the rest of the day, really. Who are you passing to? Who are you passing to? Post. Just that. <laughs> you mate. It was a trick there. Mate. It was a trick. I was trying to catch you out. Uh, yeah, trying to get, yeah, literally no one, mate. I'm passing to the air. Do you That's have one of those elastic bands on your wrist? You know, the ball where you can pass it and it comes back to you. No, nah, no, nah, that crap, no. Nah. It's, 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 it's a weird situation you're in, isn't it? Because yeah, like, like, a, like a lot of people, you don't, you don't really know when your job's coming back. But also, it's, it's one of those worlds that, People are desperate for live sport to come back, not just because people like you and people like us, it's kind of our job, yeah. but we know that people get a lot of reward and enjoyment from it, but it actually feels like it might be a long way off because it is ultimately a mass gathering. Have you heard anything about rugby being played behind closed doors or anything like that? Uh, we're pretty much the same as everyone else. Like, I don't, because it's such a new situation and no one's ever been in this before, I don't think anyone knows what's going on. I think everyone's trying to, by the signs of it, do everything they can to get the season back up and running because obviously there's a lot of money involved in there with sponsorship and TV and everything. But um, so yeah, we're hoping we're hoping it gets gets back on sooner rather than later. But I'm, I'm guessing if it does, it's going to be pretty um, continuous from this season to next season. I, I reckon. I can't see there being too much more time to have a bit of you know a bit of a gap between it. You know. No, yeah, I think this is like your yeah, sort of off-season now, isn't it? Well, yeah, there's no rugby going on there. you got time off, we can't go on holiday. It's a bit crap, really. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, we, every time we get someone on the pod, we're asking them, when do you think the rugby season will start again? Because yeah. without you, Flats and I don't work. So, um, yeah, yeah. Come pull your finger out, basically. Um, it's an interesting yeah. They I want us as much as we need them, Tommy. Don't forget that, yeah, mate. It's a right? two-way thing. Come on, mate. What I want to know, Slade, I've, I mean, I've never met you before, but I feel like I know you, the man Flats talks about you on the pod, you and Karen Dickey. <laughs> um, were you, um, when you were playing sort of youth rugby, academy rugby, were you always a 10? And when did you realise that, you know, maybe playing out wider, 13 or 12, is a position for you? Uh, well, my first ever game, actually, I played on the wing. Um, played for a, played, uh, probably three or four games on the wing and then I started moving in um, it was pretty fluid back then because we had some lads who wanted to play 10 sometimes and some wanted to play centres and wings so the coaches kept switching us around um, but yeah I ended up sort of migrating in pretty quickly to, to 10 um, I wasn't very quick uh, when I was kid. I'm not proper quick now but I was I was pretty slow when I was younger so I so I, I got into 10. I was, I was nowhere. I was, I was slow for a back, but I was nowhere near big enough to be a forward. So I'd, I had to go 10. Um, so yeah, I played there until, well, pretty much until 22, maybe 21. Yeah. Uh, and then we had like a shortage of centres. We had like some ridiculous crisis where every centre got injured at Exeter. Well, um, even Ian Whitten, the most durable man ever. The horse. Even Ian Whitten was injured. Wow. So, man, it got, um, and so I think there was 
me and Sam Hill, the, well, Sam Hill was the only centre fit and I was a 10. Uh, and the team came out, it was like the week before the Prem was starting. Last warm-up game, we had Worcester. Team came out and I was at 13 and I was, I was like, what? Is that, like, is that wrong? Like, is that right? I, oh, you didn't I, know? I didn't know, no. I, I went and saw Ali, Ali Heifer the next day. I was like, mate, are you sure? Is that, is that right or is that just, have you just messed up there? He goes, no, no that's right. I reckon it'd be, I reckon it'd be decent. Just try it. Give it a try. So tried it and went all right and then started the Prem season like it and then pretty much played, well, since then I've pretty much played all at 13. So. Do, you, do you feel comfortable at 13? A lot of people talk about that as being a particularly difficult place to defend apart from anything else. Do you feel really comfortable there? Yeah, I, I, it is probably my favourite position. I, well, I say it is definitely my favourite position. Yeah. I still enjoy playing a bit of 10 every now and again. I haven't played it for a while, but um, getting there in training and stuff, it's, it's quite a nice bit of a change. Um, but yeah, 13 is definitely, definitely my favourite in terms of it's quite challenging. Um, like you say, like quite a difficult spot to D uh, D wise, but I guess it is a bit bet is a bit better than being at twelve I reckon because at twelve you've got the big lads just running trucking yeah. it straight at you. And like when you're at ten and twelve you got you got the big lads coming straight at you. Whereas at thirteen and wing you can sort of make side on cover tackles. Yeah, you can let them get on the outside <laughs> a little bit, can't you? It's not head yeah, on, exactly. is it? It's probably a bit better for your long longevity. Um, yeah, it's true. So if you're playing 13, like what would be your ideal 12 inside you? Would you rather someone sort of robust, get over the game line, create quick ball for you, or would you rather sort of a playmaker? Um, you can't I have think, you yeah. can't have both. All right, you've got to go one or the other. Yeah, I think. Um, well, I, I can't really be the the game line man, so I, I guess I sort of need someone to do that. Yeah. Um, so if I'm at 13, obviously with uh, X2, we've got a lot of a lot of on oh, my phone slipping. We got a lot of um, big lads that can play twelve, like you know, Sam mm. Hill, yeah. Debo, um, Ian Witten. They're all they're yeah. all absolute units. Tom Hendrickson as well. They're yeah. big lads. So um, and obviously with England, there's, there's Manu um, as well. So he's he's obviously massive. So uh, that, that I think the way my game is, I have to. I reckon I have to have someone like that inside me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I remember watching one of your. One of your sort of earlier games at um, 13 was one of the first games that Manu had played for 13 um, for Leicester. You may or may not remember it, but down at Sandy Park. And there was a lot of chat about Manu coming back and you were at 13. And you're not a small guy, but he is significantly bigger than you because he's significantly bigger than most yeah. terraced houses. So, small then though, mind. But on, but on that day, you seem to defend it really, really well. So well done. Um, but you seem to really enjoy the rough stuff and you seem to really enjoy doing that defensive job against Manu so I you know I think it although yeah you're right there's a bit less heavy traffic at 13 than there is at 12 it seems like an unwritten rule down at Chiefs like even the young fellas like Jack Noel is a fly boy with bleached hair and tram lines in his eyebrows but he does the tough stuff and doesn't mind colliding so there seems to be a, a certain level of ingrained toughness that Rob Baxter expects from you guys yeah um, I'd agree with that I think I think it's just something sort of instilled in you growing growing up through the academy at Chiefs, and he's always um, always said that you can sort of do whatever, you, be whatever you want, personality-wise, and, and all, around the place. But as long as you're on the pitch, you're working as hard as you can and grafting as hard as the next next guy. So um, I think that's something that's always been instilled in us. So like even when our our first our first social with um, 
with with the Chiefs. We came up, we're eighteen, thinking, right, right, we're, we're not we're not going to drink here. We're just going right, to these guys, these guys, are professional. We're just yeah, going to have a shake, our, have a protein get shake, in, get in, have a protein shake, and maybe one beer, have some water, and then get out of there. They don't want to get in too much trouble. But the co- academy coach at the time just pulled us to the side and was like, "Boys, Ali and Rob will absolutely love it if you just go and get absolutely battered." Get in with the boys. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> so we're like, All right, sweet. <laughs> we're in. And then from there, we never really looked back. And it's it's all about, um, obviously, we're a pretty tight-knit club. Uh, yeah. So, um, and yeah, if it's, a lot of it's about trust and how, how well you get on off the pitch. And that sort of, those relationships sort of transfer. And I think that's been really good for us. Who are the boys that sort of lead that culture then? Lead the social scene as well? Because... It does look, from the outside, it does look like you've got a great team, great morale there. I loved your tri-celebrations yeah. from four or <laughs> yeah. five years ago. I'd love to have been part yeah, of that. But who are the boys that drive that? Um, well, it changes, obviously, because boys come, people come and go. Um, this year, we've got uh, we've got probably quite a, uh, a large group that sort of dictates it, really. We've got quite a few boys who are of similar ages and similar circumstances in the, in the team. Mm. Um Obviously, we're quite a young side, but probably all... Well, I'm 27 now, so I'm getting on a little bit. Yeah, past it, mate. Oh, yeah. Um, behind you. The bulk of us are probably between 24 and 28. So, like, there's a lot of boys who are sort of in the same sort of headspace. And I think um, we, we we just... Everyone back... If, if someone's not available to do anything, someone else is. It's like so there's always boys to yeah. to, to, to have a, either a beer with or, or a coffee or... Or chill out. Um, in terms of who organises it, Stu Townsend's a big one. Is he? Is he? Punchy Dave. Stu from Kingsbridge. Yeah, Dave Ewers. <laughs> Punchy <laughs> Stu. Um, yeah, Dave Ewers is big. He's a good lad. He's he's good for that. Likes that sort of thing. So yeah. Um, I was in a I was in a nightclub in Kingsbridge a little while ago actually. Coast. Sadian, um, coast. Yeah, at coast. Yeah. Coast, yeah. Quite night and. Um, it's, got, it's a nightclub with carpets it's got sticky carpets absolutely hanging place I quite like it anyway I was chatting to this um, bloke in there and this woman and they were like the managers or something like that or security and they say you rugby boys I say oh, we used to be not anymore do you know Stu Townsend oh, yeah man. nightmare always knocking people out and here he was <laughs> 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 oh god punchy stew that's, that's great that's isn't it? Right, yeah sounds about right um, yeah. so what are you doing um, what series are you into are you reading books are you watching TV uh, movies just started well not just started a week or two ago started Ozark yes yeah. I've seen it I've seen it on the on Netflix for ages i just always been wanting to watch it but then just thought why not decent decent uh, what are you up to have you done series one yet or yeah uh, no we're on, se- on season three um, yeah Episode three or four? Yeah, it's so, good. It's great. Are you finished it? Yeah, done yeah. it, mate. Done it. Yeah. Done it. I want to watch that. Um, is it Last Dance? Yeah. Oh, so good. We've just been talking about it before we called you. It's so good. Yeah. You'll love it. Yeah, I think I'm going to start that today. Yeah, you will absolutely love it. It's genius. Hey, anything else you boys watch? Uh, uh, Fowder's really good. That's about the yeah, Mossad. Um, yeah. Sort of, that's good. Um, oh, is that tons, Netflix absolutely. Well? Yeah, Netflix. Yeah. It's subtitled, though. Oh. What is it, um, foreign language? Yeah. Can, no, Slady can read, Shanks. But yeah. you... <laughs> he went to school. Well, you can have the dubbing on. You're not calling Luke. Exactly. What else have we been watching? Uh, Homeland, it's really good. Oh, I'm not into people. that. Um, I, I, I've, I've heard th- good things about it. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. The thing is, since Game of Thrones, nothing's the same, but I'll do my best. Yeah, mate. 
Um, so you're you're basically training like you're basically in like a quite a relaxed pre-season at the moment. Pretty much. So yeah. you've got um, you've basically. I know you want to be playing rugby, and the whole COVID nineteen coronavirus thing is a nightmare. Of course it is. But day to day, you're isolated. You you can't play rugby. We we know that. You're kind of done by lunchtime every day. Um, the sun's out. You're tanning. You're training. You're fit. Life ain't that bad, is it? We're doing all right. Lots of time for Call of Duty. Exactly. Are you a gamer? I'm a gamer, yeah. Oh. I reckon the, 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 the gaming industry must be going wild Ooh, at the moment. must be absolutely booming. What, yeah. ga- what um, Call of Duty are you playing at the moment? I used to play all the time. I was pretty good as well. But Whatever. Don't go <laughs> about it. Bollocks. Is it? <laughs> what one's out now? Call uh, of Duty. Modern Warfare. Oh, right. Uh, it's, it's good though, mate. Is there some of the old maps still on there, or is it? They've, they've remade some of the old ones and put them on newer. Okay. Well, are you like a sniper, or are you? Um... Nah. Um... What do you play? Free for all, team deathmatch, search and destroy. Oh, you do know a little bit. We mate. play a bit of search, a bit of dom, a bit of search. Yeah. You've got to get your points up there, haven't Jesus. you? So search and destroy is good for your points to get it yourself ranked. Point, but yeah. then flats doesn't any of this. But then you need your kills to get like the attachments for your weapons, your red dots. Your exactly. silences. Got, I'm working on my gold guns in there. I've got a few. Oh, nice. That's a proper gamer. Do you know, do you know what I do, Slady? Yeah. I, um, I, I, I cook meat Eat. and I read car magazines. <laughs> it's not, there's, it's no less sad. Yeah, it's just as sad. It's just different hobbies, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Are you not a griller? You're a griller, aren't you? You don't mind a bit of barbecue. Yeah, I go on out there. Yeah, there I had a barbecue yesterday, actually. There you I go. Some, um, sort of, I felt like I was in Japan. I had some Wagyu beef burgers. Nice. Lovely. Yeah. Lush. The thing is, I've got to the point now where I'm like, we're only a couple of weeks in, aren't we? A few weeks in. And it's like, yeah. I'm doing barbecue almost every day. And it's like, I'm actually, I post it on Instagram. And I'm like, I'm actually boring myself now. So I've just stopped for a bit. It's just so boring. You must smell like I a fire in bread yesterday. You must smell a smoke right. the whole time. I go days at a time without eating any meat. It's just, I, you know, I just. Um, Vegan. Yeah, something like that. I'm a part-time vegan, but I bought it myself. I made a loaf of bread yesterday, lady. That's the next stage for you, mate. He's a new Phil Vickery. I don't think I'll ever do that. Mate, you've got to be original. Vix has tied up that market of sourdough. Know, he's done it. Yeah. You've got to do but something Vix else. Vix inspired me. But Vix inspired me. So it was good. It was really good. Why, decent, why don't decent, you be the decent. baker, Flats? You can be a baker. Mm, Vix has done it, mate. Oh. Cakes. I don't know what all I don't know what the right. niche is. I don't know what the niche is, lads. But I know that the moustache game's strong with Slady and me, so we're all right. Yeah. All right, boys. Um, Slady, keep going. All right, for God's sake, keep going. Um, let us know what you think of Ozark Three at the end of it. The end of it is class. It's so good. It's such a good is that, series. Is season three is that the end, or is it going to be more? Can't. Don't tell him. Don't tell him. Don't I'll let you watch him. it. All right. We don't want to give don't anything ruin away. It. But there's definitely going to be more. Um, all right, good luck. Keep training, yeah? All right, nice one. Cheers, boys. See you Cheers, later. Mate. Bye, Sorry, bye. mate. Cheers. Sorry, mate. Bye. Nice fella, eh, fella? Oh, he's just having a time of his life, isn't he? He's looking well. well. He's trimming the moustache. He's got good tan on him. He's barbecuing. He's training. Bit in the morning, bit of passing, some weights. I mean, that's that's close to living the dream. Yeah, it, look. If let's be frank about it, right? If someone took you back to where you were two months ago mm-hmm. and said, "We're going to give you a twenty-five percent pay cut, but you don't have to go to work for a couple of months, and you can lift weights and eat food and watch Netflix, and you've got no kids, and you're really good looking, and you've got a cool moustache," you'd be right with that, wouldn't you? Seven hundred and fifty grand a year to live on, though. That's 
Well, you can't live on it, but you, you could, as long as it didn't last all year. Okay, yeah. Okay, as long as it didn't last all year. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm in. All right. Twenty five percent pay cut for three months is all you've got to endure. Yeah, all that's right? fine. That's fine. Um, now, good on it. I, I kind of, I spoke to it. You know, I keep saying I've got clever friends. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad's clever. Uh, I spoke to my dad uh, the other day about just life. You know, chat catching up, and um, which don't do that often really because we're grown ups, but. Uh, I was saying, are you allowed to enjoy lockdown? He's like, because my dad's a shrink, by the way, you know, as you know, Tommy, but the listeners might not. And he said, well, you are allowed to accept the, and be concerned about the gravity of the situation, but it's going to do you no good if you stop yourself, if you're able to enjoy your days and you don't. So you may as well enjoy your days if you can. And I think it's not a crime to enjoy elements of lockdown. There are various, as my mum, my mum is also clever, there are various serendipities that have been brought about by lockdown. One of them is, you know, family time, lots of walks, downtime, TV, grilling, whatever. Um, this whole reset that's happening seems to be nice, but I, I think it's all right for rugby players to enjoy this period of physical rest, get yourself in great nick, still getting, you know, being brutal about it. A lot of people aren't getting paid at the moment, haven't been paid for a while and might not be for a good while. These lads are. They're in a great spot. They're allowed to enjoy their afternoons. That's how mm. I view it. Yeah. Well, your dad being a shrink, that's why I go nowhere near him. Um, oh, he'd be he looking know where to start. Well, he'd be looking for the full reset button, wouldn't he? No, thank yeah. you. Um, well, he saw a picture of you with your tash, and he said he just sent my number. He said, "said send, send Shanks my number. Boy needs help." And I thought, mm. you're going back to that. Is why I got rid of the tash, mate, because you know people were just earmarking me for for things I didn't do. You know, yeah. washing going, washing going missing around where I live. I know it's a bloke with the tash. The thing is, exactly. You see, you see me with the tash. Which, it's like, which it was, which they were tash, right. But, which it was, you know. they were right. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, you see me with the tash. It's like ha, tash. You see Slady with the tash. You're like, wow, tashes can look good. Hmm. You see you with the tash. You're like, call the authorities. Well, Slady, yes, and he trims his, which makes it look pretty decent. You, on the other hand, you're what I'd imagine sort of Freddie Mercury to look like if he was still alive now. Mm. Okay, God rest his soul. Um, gutted that. On him. Yeah. Um, cleverest bloke I know, Chris Finch. And a bloody good rep as well. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Um, um, somebody asked me the other day what my A-levels I got. What are they, mate? What A-levels did you get? O-levels. O-levels. Yeah. What A-levels did you get? Mine were... I got B, C, D in my A-levels. I only did two. Crap. Uh, I got uh, B and a C. Business oh, studies do. and sports science. That was it. Oh, that'll do. But I remember my um, French teacher saying, um, David would likely have done a lot better had he come to class. Thanks, Ian. Yeah. At the end. <laughs> too busy though, weren't you? Just too- wearing, like, wearing your Reebok classic leathers, hanging outside, spas. Yeah, tight t-shirt on and a big chain. Yeah, I was too busy, you know. Golf GTI, um, hot wi- hot wiring escorts, Ford <laughs> escorts. Um, but I know I wasn't. I just was too busy blimming, lifting weights and eating right, wasn't I? Yeah, and you did you did pretty well out of it, mate. So I was too busy eating clean and training dirty. Yeah. Um, right. Speaking hey, of good luck to you eating dirty. I am. I'm off for some food. All right. Good luck to you, fella. Uh, what are you having for lunch? Quickly. Um, going to have for lunch some leftover broccoli and spinach macaroni cheese that had with the kids. The kids had last night. 
but seem to go down very well. So I'm all into leftovers at the moment, no waste. And this evening is I'm going to smoke a chicken. Very nice. How about you? Uh, I've got some burgers from Field and Flower, which I'm going to have this evening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, really nice they are. Um, but I might good. have some leftover. We had veg curry last night. You'd be proud. Oh, well done. Yeah, might have the leftovers of that. Or I might just go for eggs. I love eggs. How do you, you like your eggs? eggs? You? How do you like yours? I don't eat masses of eggs. All right. But if you did? But poached. Poached. Okay. Oh, nice. All right. There you we like go. a scramble, don't you? Fertilised. Right. That's it. <laughs> We'll speak to you on Monday, everybody. Have a great weekend. Cheers all. Ta-ta for now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working... The HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.